0: We acknowledge the traditional landowners of this country. We pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. We would particularly like to acknowledge the traditional landowners of the land on which we stand. I am on Wiradjuri land. Tam stands on the land of the Dharawal people and Laurie on the land of the Turrawal people. We express our great gratitude in sharing this land with you.
1: Remember our disclaimer, materials and content in this podcast are intended as general information only and should not be substituted for medical advice, diagnosis,
2: or treatment. Okay. Well, this is this is an extra special episode of the Pelvic Health Podcast because I have been alluding on social media and I have been alluding on the last podcast that I aired, that there was a secret in my bunny ears, um, which isn't really a secret, but um, we, well, we as in me, uh, the Pelvic Health Podcast is now not just gonna be hosted by me, Laurie Forner, I am gonna have two co-hosts and I'm so excited because it's so, it's not boring interviewing people. I really love doing it, but I I really love the, ch- the like being able to talk to people. I am a, the more the merrier kind of person. And so for years I have thought about having somebody co-host or having guest co-hosts here and there, or I don't know, someone just to talk to sometimes when you don't have somebody to interview. And I had the most amazing experience and opportunity to go to Sydney recently for one of the best conferences I think I have ever been to, and this is where I met Joe and Tam, who were the most brilliant interviewers as well on stage. And I was so completely in awe and thought, oh my God, I would never have to edit anything out with them. Um, So I have invited them to come and be my co-hosts and so now the pelvic health podcast will be the pelvic health podcast with all of us so they're here and welcome welcome yay Yay. thank you we are (laughs) super excited I'm, I am so, so excited. So, I thought the best thing would be for we'll start with either one of you, but if we can go through a little bit about your background, introduce yourself so everybody gets to know you, um, and then we'll go through some questions afterwards. So, if we go in alphabetical order, let's start with Joe. Okay, who are you?
0: What do you I do? Am. Joe (laughs) Murdoch. I am a physiotherapist. Um, And I am so grateful to be offered this opportunity to work with Laurie Fauna on the Pelvic Health podcast. What a pleasure. What a dream. Um, So, yes, I guess a bit about me. I have been working in in physio and in women's health for a good 15-odd years and in that time been directing the physiotherapy clinic in Sydney. I guess throughout that journey, we have um, grown from one clinic to now three with sort of various directors. and The directors at the now are myself and Tam, who you'll hear from in a minute, and Amanda Ellison. And the three of us sort of um, run the show We absolutely love what we do, we love our team, we love the education side to our business and um, we certainly love our patients. That's what keeps us coming to work and doing what we do. All right, Tam, your turn.
1: My turn. So I started out as a musculoskeletal physio. Um, And I enjoyed it. Not all aspects of it, though, not particularly the men with knee problems, to be honest, coming in after hurting themselves on the weekend. So I cold called Jo (laughs) and the beautiful person that she is met with me despite being very early postpartum and at work. And of course, they had no jobs at that time. Um, I went on to have a baby and then she called me when I was, I don't know, quite fresh postpartum. And I went to a job interview um, with my little Bob, who was my firstborn child and um, who goes to a job interview with a child, but I did. And I started at the physiotherapy clinic um, when I was like 11 months postpartum. And I think I've been there, what now, nine, 10 years. So obviously um, pushed myself into the world of women's health and now at our clinic we have a strong emphasis of course on fusing our musk and our pelvic floor women's health kind of skills together so yes love it there like joe said love our patients love the education side of the business that we've created in particular our birth course which is always fun. Um and yes, I think my favorite areas to treat are women. I love them when they're pregnant, birth prep side of things, but also um pelvic pain. So complex but so interesting.
2: I don't know if I missed it cuz I was taking my oodie off. <laughs> but <laughs> did Joe did you did you talk about the research that you were doing? No, I did not. Can you Um, talk about some of the research you're doing? I can't believe you didn't even mention that.
0: I know. Research nerds, remember? We all have to unite. Well, look, Laurie, I am sure all of our listeners will agree that it is time for us to really understand the relevance of the pelvic floor, including the fascia and the muscles, to birth outcomes. So, the passage, I guess, with which the passenger, the baby, needs to travel through during birth hasn't been considered a whole lot in terms of its relevance to whether or not you have a good birth outcome versus maybe a, a not so good birth outcome. We know as physios we are certainly not the first to come up with the concept that maybe pelvic floor muscles that are a bit high in tone or non-distensible might impact baby coming through obviously that makes sense to our physio brains but the reality is it's certainly not a concept that is even thought about in obstetrics and in midwifery Um, and the reason i know that is because i've spoken to a lot of midwives and obstetricians and of course there are a few these days who um, have opened their mind to it and and practice now by assessing the pelvic floors. Um, particularly the muscles and the distensibility of the muscles and the fascia before birth. But really across the country, I would say there are. Um, it's less a common thing to be considered. So in order for us to um, move forward in this space, we realised that we have to pull it to pieces and figure out, well, first of all, if it matters, and second of all, what exact elements of the pelvic floor matter and to what birth outcomes. So for example, if a pelvic floor doesn't move well, if it's too high in tone and it doesn't move well during the bearing down maneuver, then does that increase the length of the second stage? Does that increase your risk of forceps, levator AR avulsion, OAC, etc.? This is what we want to know, Laurie. How long is this going to take you? Oh well, um, where are we up to? Where Eighteen months in.
1: Oh, nice. In theory,
0: in theory, it'll be done in another eighteen months. Okay, good. Well, that's that's a good amount of time. Who
2: are you doing this with? Are you on your own? University of Canberra. Yeah. yeah. And do you have um, people working with you, or is this a sole project?
0: So I have a supervisor, Amina Nahon, and um, then I'm, like I said, dragging along tam and eliza from our clinic for the ride we will recruit quite a lot of physios i would say to help us collect data um because we want lots and lots and lots of bodies across a wide spectrum of demographic
2: multi-center or just one center many people helping
0: multi-center laurie would you like to get involved
1: i think she would joe <laughs>
0: oh i totally would <laughs> Can I fit more into my cup?
2: (laughs) I want to do it all, but oh, God. Oh, my God. I'm just slightly overwhelmed. Um, So is this the um, research that you're talking about that Tam is finally starting to do research? Is this the
0: project? this need. is the project that's right this is the project. project um yes and we think i mean we don't know what we're going to find of course you've got to go into research with a very open mm. mind but um, we certainly think it will inform our clinical practice which is of course what we're all about right so mm. you're the same i heard um gorgeous margie talk about loving clinicians doing research the other day um which is made margie me Davenport. Quite- about, yes, who will yes. be
2: on the podcast very soon and was supposed to be on today, but she has COVID, so we made her rest.
0: Yes, so I yes. can't wait for that. <laughs> but I did listen to one of her talks, and she talked about um, being a researcher herself and how she loves when clinicians um, embark on the journey of research because obviously we come into research with very clear clinical questions and we want to take our answers back to the clinic. I'm actually, I want to talk very quickly
2: again about I guess research but also conferences because I didn't really do like a recap episode on the conference that just was the conference of all conferences. um so can you actually either of you and both of you give us just a bit of a rundown about what went down in the coolest place on earth and the even including my new favorite shoes
0: (laughs) oh the pumice sure (laughs) i'm like what those those yellow things that you wore no
2: (laughs) (laughs) those are old those are very old what about at the end of the night we're all trying
0: them on (laughs) Did anybody okay. fit Oh that? yes, I did do that. They didn't <laughs> no. <fit>. size, six foot. <laughs> yeah, Cinderella. Classic. Uh yeah, okay. Well, shall I start, Tam, and then get, I don't know. Flip well, it to I'll, you I'll
1: just I mean, that was your brainchild, So I'll just add in little funny bits maybe as you talk.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah. Great. All right. Um, okay, so the conference that was, Laurie. Well, the conference on the female athlete. We just felt this super strong need to quickly disseminate some good information around the female athlete because suddenly we have all of these amazing female athletes and we felt like we were sitting back watching them all be pregnant whilst playing their sport, return postnatally with very limited guidance uh, for one. And then the other thing that has frustrated us in the clinic for many years is this knowledge that so many of them are leaking and that we don't know why. (laughs) So um, we just thought we need to get all these clever people together in one room in one day and start at least making some noise about it to motivate us all to think a little bit harder and also figure out ways in which we can see these women a little bit more. we're well aware that they have issues. We're also well aware that they are not seeking our help and we want to help them. So, yes, the whole idea was just pull everyone together. And yes, we just, it did turn out to be such a
1: great day. It was amazing. I don't know how you got them all there, Joe. Every single amazing person that, I mean, speaking to them
2: all it was just marvelous
1: researchers clinicians all of
2: them everyone but yeah, you ticked we were- every box as in like oh i just all of the background the way that it was set up the way that it ran you know from the place to the food to the accommodation to the like every single box. i cannot fault one part of it and now i feel like i don't know if i ever want to go to a conference again because what if it's not the same it was the shoes, wasn't it, Laurie? This and it was the shoes. The, line, it? <laughs>
1: totally the, the shoes. Everyone loved the shoes.
2: <laughs> you know, the gin was not bad. It was okay. <laughs> Who made yes. me drink the orange gin? Who was I drinking was the orange Is that at the Not I, me. <laughs> it was really nice, but um, I, yeah, I, I had a few. Oh, in. I remember that now. Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh, that, yeah <laughs> I was involved in that. <laughs> yeah, some, some other people were involved. It was just, you know, first conference in how long face to face. So I was, um, yeah. I don't know if that even it made exciting. it better. Yeah, it was I'm sure very it did. exciting. So the question yeah. is, when is the next one?
0: Well, it's a good question. I think the um, female athlete uh, sort of concept and information that's taking flight, thanks to. Um, the AIS, Australian Institute of Sport, and the Women in Congress um, sort of conference that's meant to be happening in August, in November. So I feel like this space has been taking up now, which is great, and I feel like our job has almost been done, and we just want to kick it off and get people going and get people talking about it, and particularly bringing sports physios and women's health physios together so we can work on this together. And hopefully that happened. Hopefully people did collaborate on the day and I'm sure the collaboration will continue to happen in the future. So we think actually the concept is so good, the one-day conference pulling together amazing speakers to give us an update on um, all relevant information that we should actually probably spread it across other topics. And the next topic that Tam and I are very passionate about is endometriosis. Mm. So the next one will be on that. How amazing because, you know, on the day I asked when the next
2: one would be and you guys were like, oh, my God. We are not doing this again because this has been crazy. And one month on and you're like, well, we've already planned the next one. <laughs> well, exciting. it was a lot on the day, Laurie. Yes, my know. legs
1: were hurting. <laughs> my brain was confused. <laughs> but so good in hindsight. But, yes, the next one, as Joe said, we want to bring to you in Queensland, which will be awesome, I think.
2: So is this, like, okay to air, you talking about this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh my god. So it's actually going to be real and be happening.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Once the, you say it, it's got to happen, right? <laughs>
2: when it's, Okay, yes it does. And you know again the a topic close to all of our hearts. Um but also the government funding and support and the awareness of this will be absolutely brilliant. So why did you pick this topic, Tam?
1: I guess on a personal level, I have endometriosis and adenomyosis so i have lived with it my entire life um so it seems or at least from age 13 um so i guess it's a topic close to my heart but also this is the vast we see lots of women in our clinics with pelvic pain and often often they have a history of endometriosis and we think it is you know there's so much to it and we really do need a multidisciplinary mm. approach to helping women with this problem we need naturopaths we need gynecologists we need those that excise it well we need we need everyone right working together so again we would hope that this conference would pull people from all areas so that again we can collaborate form those those relationships to get the best for these
0: women Obviously bringing researchers to the forefront as well so that we can learn it all faster. Um, I think yeah. it's Taryn that taught us that the research, I mean, part of her mission, of course, for us is to bring is to do that, bring research to us clinicians faster. Also bring the clinicians like we did with the female af- athlete conference. We really wanted clinicians to give their perspective as well because um, clinicians have lots of anecdotal evidence to offer, particularly in the areas that there doesn't exist a whole lot of science so yeah for sure it will be open to everyone so it's a watch this
2: space listen to this space and there'll be more info and details to come and i'm so excited yes that's exactly right you just can't do it in september you can't do september next year because that will be international continent society in toronto which fingers crossed, I get to go home. And oh,
1: yeah! Oh, no, we would never do that.
2: Have a no. visit.
0: Yeah, that would be No, I fun. think we'll stick with the May sort yeah. of time zone. We'll just try and keep it fairly similar every year. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah.
2: that's good. Yeah, you know, um, I can't remember who I was talking to about Atomic Habits. Tam, I think it was you. Weren't we talking about that book, Atomic Habits? Was no, I, I don't think it? so. I it tell all my patients about it.
0: Though.
2: Well, they're just talking about, N- nothing to do with what we're talking about right now. <laughs> really good for patients, really good for, for me. I love listening to audiobooks that are narrated by the author, but it was all about building habits. And, you know, one of the key things is same day, same time, same place.
1: Love
2: it. So coming back to the conference, obviously won't be the same place, but it'll kind of like create a habit and everyone will remember to keep coming. But I mean, you have so much work to do to top that.
1: <laughs> Maybe you are
2: You'll help us, Lori. I will do whatever whatever you need me to do. I will do whatever you want. Um, yeah, we're quite good at just bringing in a
0: working party. <laughs> on yes, <can>. just <laughs> working. Sort of party. Dropping it in. Hey, any chance you'd like to help us on this little little project we're doing? Zoom <laughs> meeting tomorrow at one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Lots of Zoom meetings. But now we can, like, you know, travel interstate and not have to have Zoom meetings. Again, watch this space. There may be a karaoke video later.
1: <laughs> it could be. We could be good scoping day. out where we're going to do the conference, too, Haley.
0: Sorry. Can I hit you with your rapid fire questions? Uh, yeah, I was just about yes? to do that to you. Fine. Yeah.
2: Good oh, one, Joe. No. Hey, wait, let me yes. read them. Just let me read them beforehand. Oh, they're meant to be rapid. <laughs> I know. Well, I'll edit out the amount of space it takes me to think about my answer and <laughs> do that, and, and then I'll rapid-fire you. But it just means that the third person who goes has time to think. But I got this, like, concept from if anyone listens to Brene Brown's podcast who yeah. I really love. And now my new favorite podcast, because of him, is the Imperfects. Oh, my God. It is so brilliant. It's just the best. So brilliant. I learn
1: something every time. I learned a new concept yesterday on the way home. I was going to send it to you, Joe, actually. Oh, what was it? It's oh. cool. Harmony versus, um, what is it? Truth. Harmony versus yes. truth. Mm.
2: Yeah, it, it was very cool. Mm. Oh, I definitely did. I'm like on top of all of them. I've downloaded all of them.
0: I feel like that could be quite a good one for you, Tam. <laughs> do I tell oh, the no, truth see, or do I actually, keep the harmony? <laughs> it's geared towards the harmony people, but I'm too far on the truth end.
1: So I was <laughs>
2: Is it an age thing, though, too? I mean, obviously, people listening right now, probably if you haven't listened to it, have absolutely no idea what we're talking about. Totally. So we can go into it at another episode. Um, But I would say with age, it's like... Truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You well, know, we- for
1: me, Laurie, I've started with truth hard, and then had to pick a bit more harmony. Oh, <laughs> okay. Which is odd. <laughs> that is. That is really odd. Jo's I laughing because it's true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> She's hit me hard with some truth. <laughs> the, the, the reason it hits hard is because it's always right shame <laughs> they say kids
2: hold like a mirror up to you and it is so true because a number of times my son will call me out on being judgmental and I'm like but I wasn't I was just I was just I was just saying what I visually had seen and he's like that's judging and I'm like well you're actually true okay yeah. Yeah. I will yeah. not do that again <laughs> um you know just because her nails are really long and I don't understand how she picks anything up with them that's
0: fine I'm judging. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's true. Yeah. All it's right, good. you ready?
0: Laurie, yes, okay. are you ready for the rapid fire questions from Brene Brown? Well, yeah. Adapted okay. from. Brene Brown? Yep. Adapted from. Yeah. I'm pretty sure yep. she didn't ask this one. Pretty sure. Fill in the blank. The pelvic floor is fun. <laughs> yeah, it is. It can be. <laughs> totally can be. <laughs> What's the latest show that you binged on or
2: loved? uh well i've had a couple because i watch while i'm doing some measures sometimes for my um research what i think i just watched anatomy of a scandal that everyone told me to watch and i found the first episode really boring but i really liked the rest of it and then at a total other end is euphoria which was so intense but i feel like because i've got a teenager i kind of want to understand what things they may be getting into but this is like I hope the total end of the spectrum that they will never get into and McSteamy's in it from Grey's Anatomy but he's not nice Uh, but he's still very good looking (laughs) (laughs) but it's just I think that I think it's a I think it's a it's really interesting for the like teenagers it's not interesting teenagers should not watch it but for that generation and the concepts and the ideas within it I think are really important important and interesting. And it, it, they, I thought it was really cool. So that is the last wow. one I binged. <laughs> 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 All right, Laurie, what's your favorite meal? Oh, chocolate right now. Definitely. <laughs>
0: chocolate. <laughs> not this a is meal. a funny one.
2: What is beside your bed right now? <sighs> no bedside tables because we got a new bed a while ago and we have not gone back to get any. So right now I have a book I'm reading called Lucky, which is really cool. My mm. um, sequin face mask. <laughs> um, it's, and I got my Zekeman pants on
0: I did um, that. Yes. <laughs> and a light and a lot of dust mm-hmm. got it Yeah. what is the one thing you are grateful for right
2: now? my son's Udi because it's keeping me really warm mm-hmm. right now because it was 6 degrees when I woke up this morning and we don't have insulation or heating and that is such a wimpy answer because there's so many other things I can be grateful for but I do ask my children this every single night and they roll their eyes because I'm like you have to find something that you are grateful for every single day so I do have real answers most of the time but I'll just say that one for now that's fair (laughs) love it okay we are going to yeah who's next Tam just because you're on my top left screen Tam to me
1: yeah that (laughs) sounds good yeah yeah and Yep. Sounds good. You'll just give me a second to pull up the, um, the questions. (laughs) So I was too busy
2: just listening, Ben. (laughs) Good. That's how it should be. Okay. Tam, fill in Mm. the blank. The pelvic floor is.
1: An amazing world that is simple and complex at the same
2: time to me. Yeah. Nice answer. Mm -hmm. What's the last show you binged and loved?
1: this is us because i love mandy more so much and i just do i don't know why there's another movie she's in and i cannot find the movie i've never been able to find it i loved it anyway so she's in it and it's um about a family and it's you know it's a drama and it's so sad but it shows their struggles and it makes me feel better about my struggles in my family with my children so that's why I love it plus there's like 17 um you know series episodes seven not episodes 17 what's the word
0: series Seasons with multiple um, seasons
1: that's the word 17? 17 there's like so oh. many
2: yeah. um okay what's your favorite meal
1: lasagna definitely oh, nice. <laughs> I could eat it every day I really love it
2: <laughs>
1: it makes me happy
2: <laughs> what's beside your bed right now
1: Beside my bed. So we've moved into a beautiful new home, but the carpet in my bedroom, awful, so awful. So I haven't made the room very pretty, but still Beside My Bed is similar to you, Laurie. There is some books, two of which I don't know. I think I just put them there for effect to make the room look a bit better. But one of them, this is what I do, make things look pretty. But um, one of them is The Hunger Games. That's what I've been reading recently. I yeah. I know I I just like it. I like um fantasy. So yeah. that and a light as well.
2: What is one thing you are grateful for right now?
1: My house every time I because it's new. Oh yes. <laughs> Every time I turn up in my car, I get out and I just think I cannot believe I live in this house it's amazing so I'm grateful for it and plus it's freezing
2: and it's warm in there (laughs) it's freezing yep um okay so you are now doing Joe
1: yeah let me just pull up it because I don't actually have them written down
2: well while you're doing that um speaking of grateful which I know it's not rapid fire because now I've thought about it the sunsets here, the last four nights, have been the most beautiful sunsets I have ever seen in my life. Wow. They're like, I'll post a photo, they're this yellow, gold, orange, pink, purple, like it's this like absolute picture. Well, I'm at the netball courts and the sun's going down and I cannot stop staring. It is so beautiful. So I will send you guys a
0: photo. Lovely. That sounds I'll send amazing. you a photo of the sunrise mm. that I love in Wagga. All right, you okay. ready, Miss yep, Jo? I'm ready.
1: Okay, the pelvic floor is?
0: Essential to your health. <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's the last show you binged and loved? It's going to be a hard one for you, I know.
0: Yes, Tamara. Of course, it's Nashville, which I stopped watching <laughs> about four years ago. Oh, with Ashton Kutcher? <laughs>
1: I just not no, no, no.
0: Okay, you might. No. It, I don't even know if it's still going, but that is the last one I binge, and I had to stop because the main character Rainer, died, and I couldn't oh, cope. You
1: could kill longer. that someone here, yeah.
0: Um, but I love country music, and then since then, I've not watched another show really, except for Halt and Catch Fire*, which Tamara has made me watch, which I do like. But I wouldn't go as far as saying I've binged it. <laughs> it's a very good show. You should watch it. It is a very it. good show. I just am not very good at watching TV, am I? It's very no odd. Boring. Very odd. <laughs> All right, favourite meal? Oh, look, I'm am Italian like Tam. We need to get ourselves to Tuscany by the sound of it. Um, anything with, like, tomatoes and capers and basil and buffalo mozzarella, mm-mm. Mm. <laughs> Yum yum. Um
1: okay, what is beside your bed right now?
0: Andre Agassi? What is the that mean? autobiography? <laughs> <laughs> Shame not the person. It was a doll. Oh my gosh, it's so good. <laughs> I am reading it and loving it. Fascinating. Have you guys read it? No. What yeah. do you love about it? Oh, it's 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 incredibly well written. Um yeah, he, it's like whoever wrote it just takes you on this most extraordinary journey of his life. It's cool. Very mm-hmm. amazing. I like autobiographies.
1: Um, mm, I don't so much. I have to say I'm more the fantasy side of things. But what I did watch is an awesome movie about Serena Williams, the ah. tennis – have you guys yeah. seen it? It was King, King Richard. 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 Yeah. It's about – yes, but it's about um, – Serena the Williams dad yeah it's it's very good anyway everyone should watch it it's very very
0: good Okay. Good. (laughs) Mm. (laughs)
1: Um, okay last one what is one thing you are grateful for right now
0: Right now, I am grateful for all of my friends, including you girls and including the ones who are traveling all the way from Sydney and Melbourne to Wagga this weekend to visit.
2: (laughs) Okay. Well, yeah, that's it. That is us. And I think... The podcast is still going to do exactly what we did before, where we interview really, really cool academics and clinicians. But the beautiful thing about now having three, well, I was going to say two brilliant, smart women. I'll add myself into that and I'll say three, Um, (laughs) is that now we can actually have some really good conversations about specific topics um again i had to somebody i was telling tam contact me and say can you talk about coccyx pain um but it means we can prepare and talk about the research and our ideas and our thoughts um and i think it will just be even better than it was before so thank you girls for coming
1: to join me thank you so much for having us on board laurie we are
0: super excited cannot wait such dream